1: Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands.
0: Hey guys, welcome to the next episode of How We Wrote the Book. My name's Yomi Odega I'm Elizabeth Ifebanene. So this week we are
1: going to be talking about um, the writing process and how we essentially went about writing um, Slaying Your Lane. So I think we've spoken more about, around the processes of everything, of getting a book deal, um, finding an agent and all of that jazz. Um this episode is going to be planning the outline of the book so yomi um i'm going to ask you questions as if i didn't know already um so how did you how did we decide on length and chapters of the book
0: when it came to sort of deciding the chapters or whatever it felt like i mean correct me if i'm wrong but it felt like it came quite naturally like um obviously when you sort of first had the idea and pitched it to me it was going to be a workbook and then um Afterwards, when we sort of did some research, it became clear that there was very little, little literature on um, sort of anything, to be honest, in terms of Black British women that sort of looked at sort of um, helping us navigate different spaces in life. So then it kind of grew from that. So I remember that we kind of wrote, you know, the different sections. Um, they weren't really chapters, to be honest, at first, but like the sort of big overriding themes that we wanted to sort of um, put chapters in. So then we did like work, relationships, health representation um, etc and then within that we kind of looked at like okay what what would we want to cover in those um bigger sections what would be the subsections slash chapters within those like bigger overarching themes and I feel like it came quite naturally because like um you know with sort of work and stuff we really wanted to speak about like microaggressions and we wanted to speak and sort of in education for instance we felt that it was important to sort of divide like um you know have a bit that was sort of speaking about um secondary school and primary school and the kind of hurdles that we aren't even necessarily aware that we are facing as you know young people in the education system and then we sort of decide we want to have a second chapter that focused on university for when you know you're sort of slightly older and we felt that you know those had to be separate chapters and sections um, so they're not that many chapters per overarching section so yeah i feel like they kind of just fell into place based on you know um i think our process was quite different because again we had those bigger sections and then the, ch- the chapters were almost like subsections within those bigger overarching themes um so yeah i feel like it happened quite naturally um and in terms of length gosh <laughs> i feel like we were just kind of writing until we until we ran out of things to say um um, but then, obviously, Elizabeth, correct me if I'm wrong, because I feel like I don't feel like we definitely like necessarily had a conversation about how long each chapter would be. I feel like it was more. Oh, we did. Had a, did we? Yeah, I I remember because
1: you were you were telling me quite a lot um, from you. So we were commissioned to do eighty thousand words, and I remember um, because we were had we had a very tight turnaround in terms of like getting this out there and and our deadlines. And I remember um, you wrote like a um, a kind of like schedule of like what we needed to do oh, per yeah. day per yeah, week yeah, yeah. um so that was oh, it wasn't even it. a
0: conversation it was just me going okay so the, the word count is this and dividing 18. it yeah 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 okay yeah. And now i remember we divided it into like how many thousands of words we need to do per to hit the word count okay yeah, yeah. No, because we were like available. yeah yeah okay you know that yeah i completely forgot about that but, but yeah it was more like okay we need to hit 80,000 words um how if and we've got this many chapters so how many um how many thousand words would each chapter need to be in order to hit um to make sure that we hit 80,000 words overall. Um, and I can't even remember, gosh, it was a couple thousand each. But then in the end, we ended up going over in pretty much every chapter. So it hit 120,000 words instead of the um, 80,000 words. That's pretty much how we um, divvied up the chapters and worked out how long um, each chapter was going to be. So, in terms of our division of sort of workload, Elizabeth, um, how did we divide, you know, decide and divide like, how each person was going to sort of work Is yeah collaborative I, whatever
1: yeah I think honestly but it was just um again natural and I know I guess for people who most people won't you know call co-author books and co-write books um you kind of like work that amongst your own self um but for us uh for people listening, if you are thinking of co-writing a book with somebody, I think for us, it just came quite natural. Again, I know that's not the best advice, like, oh my God, it just came natural, but in all honesty, that's generally the truth. Like there were more things that, there were things that we um, naturally uh, gravitated towards as individuals. Um, and then it just felt like, you know, these are the these are the main, once we kind of decided, these are the main uh, sections and chapters of the one we discussed. And then we kind of like, um, there were bits, so for example, The work chapter uh, was originally just two chapters um, and then it split out into into three um because we something came up later on and then there was one point where um the the chapter around entrepreneurship wasn't part of our original pitch um document that we sent to the publishers but later on as we i guess even started writing the book we created a whole section called getting ahead and that kind of like split into um you know money and entrepreneurship so those are the things that i guess i kind of naturally gravitated towards um and then yomi naturally gravitated towards chapters around representation um and that that representation section um i think it's got got three sections as i think um and that kind of like really goes into so many different forms so i think as well because obviously yomi um was writing before and a journalist so there were things that i guess she uh naturally Um, had a really, really strong point of view on um, from that perspective. So it was, yeah, I think it was definitely like quite natural. And then there were bits where, you know, for example, university chapter, I don't even know how that was divvied up, but I think a lot of it, I can't remember, there wasn't like a structure of like, you should do this because of this. It was just like very natural. So um, the process of how we do stuff, just tend to kind of like, um, just with different personalities. So there'll be things that naturally pick up. But I think the advice for people who are thinking about, you know, chapters and, and writing it and lengths and things like that I think it really is a conversation maybe you have with your with your editor and a more collaborative process with your editor and kind of like asking them for the advice and sense checking stuff if basically like you're kind of I don't know not everybody has a writing partner so um that would be my advice on that um and yeah so I don't know how you feel Yomi but what was it like sharing um authorship and I guess like from your point of view, someone who, because we wrote everything differently, different chapters, we were obviously collaborative in how we wrote the different sections and would ask for advice and things like that. Um, but I guess for you, you were you know writing um, beforehand, was it a different process? Not a different process, but obviously a different process, but I guess, was it weird for you to
0: kind of like write in this way? Yeah, I think it was definitely very different. And I think, um, you know, I'm very happy that despite the fact that at various stages of the process we were sort of asked to kind of co-write chapters that would come up quite a lot and people would sort of be like oh you know how about you both write this section together and we were kind of like feasibly speaking how would that actually work like I know some people do that and like will you know literally write um within the same chapter but I personally was just like I don't know I actually don't know how to do it like on a technical sort of level I was like I'm not really sure I'm gonna be able to do that um so I'm really happy that we kind of stuck to our decision to just write our own chapters and I think initially with that I was concerned like oh what if our tone is just too different what if like um where you're writing in one completely different voice and so am I but funny enough like from readers most people say that it feels like kind of clear throughout and I think because you know um, your chapters would say, you know, this is Elizabeth's chapter, and it would have like a quote from, you know, a quote that you'd picked, um, and would sort of tell your story, and so would mine. That even though there were tonal shifts, I feel like it kind of worked. So I feel like it, I feel like it was quite easy. I feel like. Um you know, it was it was very collaborative. And also, sometimes you'd be researching stuff for your chapters that would bleed into my chapters. You'd send that to me, which would then literally save a lot of time in terms of having to do research and vice versa. Um, I feel like um, having to negotiate conflicting ideas isn't, I mean, it's not something, I mean, again, correct me if I'm wrong, I don't really feel like we had that many conflicting ideas. It's hard to have conflicting ideas. I mean, at least in terms of what we were writing about, because I feel like, Your experience was your experience and mine was mine. And it's kind of difficult to look, to read something someone's saying and be like, oh, well, that's not true. And it's like a lot of what we wrote was actually kind of from our own personal perspectives. And then it was um, verified and backed up by data and anecdotes from the women. So I feel like there wasn't very much disagreement in terms of... um, in terms of like ideas and um, our styles were different, but I feel like they complemented each other. And because we were writing our own stories within our own chapters, I feel like, um, yeah, I I feel like it worked quite well. And I think of all the parts of the process, that was what I was most concerned about and what I was kind of most um, scared about in terms of how it would read. But I feel like it was actually one of the easiest bits for me. How do you feel? How did you feel rather?
1: Uh, Yeah, I think it was... I think for someone, I didn't necessarily, uh, I would yeah, I didn't write for a living um, at that point. So it was definitely something that I um, was, I think it was, yeah, it was a different writing process for me, even in terms of just like trying to get ideas down in a coherent way and, and everything like that. And I think, yeah, I think ultimately, because one of the things that you know, one of the advice, I can't, I can't remember if it was you who said this or Helen or, you know, um, Helen being our editor at 4th Estate, um, was just around, you know, writing how you talk. Um, and I think that helped me to kind of break the barriers of like having to write a particular way. Um, so I think in, in terms of like that sort of thing, it was very much, um, I guess, my biggest barrier because I think ultimately we kind of had a vision of how we wanted everything to kind of be. Um, There were times where I I wouldn't necessarily kind of like understand a particular like bit and how to kind of make it sound good or not only that but just like get like articulating certain points and it just because you know if you read sling alone it's like 120,000 words of just like research you know data and like trying to make sense of it and you know make it not so dry and so it was very it was you know I think it was more that as opposed to like you said around like conflicting um ideas Mm. of um of content because i don't think we read anything if there was something that you know we either read and it was like we oh my god that is that totally goes against something that i really am saying somewhere else or um or something that i'm saying or something i believe in then i think we would have that would have i guess been a conversation but yeah. i don't think that um, we ever had that Even for chapters no. That felt quite You know heavy So colorism mm. And you know uh, Microaggressions and the whole, Everything The whole book is heavy But I didn't There were particular <laughs> things That could be Like a point of difference But <laughs> I think we were always on the same page on that. Which, sorry guys, I know that's not the greatest advice
0: because we're like we're always on the same page. It's natural. We, we'd had these conversations before. That's the thing, though. Like, imagine if I found out when we we're co-writing this book, you're a colorist. Like, how would that? Even, like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's funny as well when you say the book's heavy because I'm like, I mean, don't say that, but at the same time, it's true. Because <laughs> I was like cutting into cells, but it's true. But anyway, yeah, no, like it's. I think that's the thing. Like, we're writing about you're writing about your personal experience. I was writing about my personal experience, but also a lot of there was a lot of data a lot lot of statistics there were a lot of the women's stories as well which we had to weave in which was another like technicality but genuinely speaking like when you've known somebody for how many years at that point maybe like Uh, seven i don't know six five i can't remember it was a long it was a long time though at that point and i thought maybe i think it was five and you know Mm -hmm. we've spoken about pretty much everything we'd spoken about in the book that's pretty much like you know we always say that the the book came about through a conversation um so we'd we'd actually discussed lots of these themes before so again like there was only so much difference we were going going to really have um and even then i think that we would have gotten away with it anyway because like even if as you said we could have we would have just spoken about it if it was way too like um you know if it was just way too mad a disagreement because it's like contradicting something else in the other part of the book but also you know when you're writing from your perspective like a lot of the stuff that were our opinions we were presenting as our opinions rather than being like this is the case um and then where we were saying this is the case we're backing it up with facts but yeah I think you're right like if there had been something really mad um we'd have just had a conversation about it Mm, absolutely or if
1: there was something that could be interpreted I think that was probably more it there'll be things that could be interpreted as like something else just because you know and it was like I think that would I think probably I can't remember but that was more where the conversation kind of like sense checking stuff is what was that word there's that thing about uh when you have sensitivity reading I think you Mm. have you can have I think that was probably more it um because obviously you're writing something that's going to be out there forever so sometimes you have to really kind of ask yourself like okay I'm like is this what I want to say because obviously people change their minds and people change we wrote this book in 2017 it's now 2020 I three years later I can definitely say I would not write I would not write certain bits of the book the same because same. My, <laughs> which bit in particular definitely.
0: for you um let me not even bait it
1: oh okay <laughs> let me oh not even give, do you know what I was about to say to you, let's
0: not even bait it so then it can be oh actually that was that was wrong that was that was invalid interesting <laughs> right. I was, I, when we get over I'll ask you what bit for you but yeah like oh, they definitely know what? bits let me, I won't go into specifics,
1: but I would definitely <laughs> say that... Not
0: page 400 in this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this line, this word, Honestly. let's swap it out. But I would say that, I don't know, but I would definitely say that three years ago how I wrote this book was in a more optimistic way and less damning. <laughs> <laughs> I would definitely say now being t- like 28 and three years later, and we've had, you know, a summer of like, you know, black lives matter, um, discussions oh. on the agenda agenda. So much stuff has happened. COVID. I think I would be so much more damning of this of this world that we live in. <laughs> and I think I would have definitely been like, I know we, I always say, you know, Selene is a, it's a, it's a love child of, you know, exasperation and optimism. And I definitely would have just been so much more heavy on the exasperation side. But I think it's, you a, say it's a daughter of, of
0: exasperation, the end. <laughs> Honestly, child and, of exasperation. the end, exactly. There's no hope, full stop. sorry. <laughs> the book's a page now no you know what though to be fair I'm like I let me let me even bait myself then because I'm like I would say um that that's a really good point and I really hear you which is funny because I'm like oh but what about all the people that say it's too negative well you're like oh, there's plenty more of that came from <laughs> because I'm like honestly we get that we get that feedback like we've had that feedback before um but I think I agree that I would honestly probably be a bit more um damning to be real but also I think Something that I've only just kind of realised recently, actually, is that in in my writing, and I think, to be honest, in a lot of writing um, that is done around, like, race, I only just kind of started thinking about this within the last year. Like, um, when I'm talking about my personal experiences, um, I think generally when you're speaking about identity, it's very easy to kind of generalize like you can become guilty of doing the things that we kind of complain that basically white people do which is just like just saying and we all think this and and i think mm-hmm. that's definitely something that i've thought about recently been being like you know what i I was saying things that i feel and um are, are valid to my experience but at the end of the day like i can't there's no such thing as a black voice that's what i'm starting to realize like i there's no such thing as a we're well not starting to realize i'm all stupid i knew it before but i don't know how comfortable i am anymore writing about things like and in the black community we find it bad when you do this do you know what i mean because I, I think i definitely did that and i feel like it's something that i've done a lot and i feel like it's something that a lot of writers when we're writing about our identity and our perspective especially in terms of race or i think it happens with any writing around identity to be honest yeah you can talk in like a Like And the black community thinks And I'm like, hmm, communities Um, It was honestly Black is King that made me think about this Because obviously there were so many different opinions around it And I was like, all of them are valid Because all of these people are talking about They're talking about their opinion as black people And they're all black, whether we like it or not Like, if Omarosa Or like, that Candace Owens woman Who were were like, oh, they don't count Yeah. Uncle Toms and Bounties Like, their opinions don't count It's like, "Eh, they actually are still black, whether we like it or not So it's like, they can have a wrong opinion But it's not like, not a black opinion And that's a rant. But yes, I just started thinking about it. I thought, hmm, I definitely was like, yeah, and that's black people, we. And I'm like, hmm, you know, if (laughs) there are going to be black people that don't agree with that, and that's completely fair. So I think I definitely would, if I was writing it now, be a bit more, this is me. (laughs) I don't know about (sighs) y'all, but this is is what I think. And just let the data speak for itself. Because that's definitely a habit I have.
1: No, I think, honestly, I, I like that. Because I think that's a good well, piece thanks. of advice for people <laughs> you're welcome um, that's good for, good thing for advice for other people because I don't know I think like we always we have this from different perspectives but I think as someone who you know has come into this like from such a as an accidental writer mm. author like it can there is a I, I do feel like every piece I write like has to or everything I write it's like I'm tied to it forever and there is that like mm. extra pressure but I think for you, you for someone who's been you've been writing for you've been writing for a while for for years you've built a mm. career around writing so you can't hinge you write every week you write at such a frequency you mm. can't hinge like everything you being, can't like, or you'll die one <laughs> thing or you die so I think honestly like guys when you're writing and I don't know I feel like I I I said I've become a lot more harsh of the system and how broken it is. Absolutely. Mm. But I think that there is, especially because we live in such a, oh my God, everything is cancelled. Like everyone's cancelled culture mm. or not cancelled culture, whatever we where we want to see it. Climate. There is yeah. <laughs> exactly this climate. But I definitely think that like there, there needs to be room. There's something beautiful about looking back on writing that you've written when you're like, like years, like even three years ago and go, Wow wow, I've changed or there's like, oh I would my say God, this Yes. Now. I think there's something yes. really, really like interesting oh about God, that. Speak
0: on it. Speak and on just it. So it's beautiful so important. How
1: Yeah. Because I feel like we feel like when we write or, or when we personally, especially someone I didn't, I didn't grow up wanting to be a writer or I didn't grow up. This is not my industry that I was like, this is what I want to do. Like mm. there, it, it can feel as if like, you know, like you have to be so like, have to, I don't know. Like you can have a really strong opinion on stuff and I'm totally here for that because staying mm. alone is a, Mounting of strong opinions and amazing mm. ones at that, and and amazing things are backed up with data. But I just sometimes feel like, you know what, we need growth, and we need to, we need to, our mind needs to kind of like explore. You know, before I said I was like, oh my god, you know, like the system, like so hard, mm. dun, 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 dun. and I'd write it a different way, exasperation. But I see this now. That's because I'm feeling like this now, honestly. It's, next year, <laughs> next year I'll be like, you know what? All we need is a little bit of hope. all we
0: need that was that was what we were missing in this life literally it was hope what won it no 100 percent. i agree man like i feel like there's absolutely uh, like i've written so many mad things 100 percent, and i'm very i'm very lucky actually because like two of the websites that i did most of my writing on are now defunct bruv so all the all that writing is just gone i'm like oh what a weird blessing in disguise like obviously it's sad because i hate writing on the internet because obviously before you know it, it can just like be deleted um but at the same time I'm like, you know what, like, there's so many opinions that I don't have now that to me, it w- would be fine if they existed on the internet, like, because we all grow and, and the whole, I mean, I'm, I'm bloody 28 years old, bruv, like, I don't think the same things I thought 10 years ago at 18, like, I don't, and that's pretty much, I mean, I started writing up, like, online at 20, so that's eight eight years of, like, I'd be terrified if I thought the exact same things, um, but... Yeah, like, I feel like um, I, there's no there's no opinion that I had that was so mad that I feel like, oh, I couldn't, like, even defend myself. Like, I, I definitely feel like their opinions, I'm a bit like, eh, sorry, eh, that's a bit, like, eh, not really sure about that. But, like, most of them, I'm just like, yeah, it's fine, like, because you grow. But I feel like, because what you said, because the climate we live in, like people don't for some reason people feel like you should um have you know been swallowing like bell hooks and and i mean you should have been really like we're we're growing up but not all of us were so i i definitely have like grown in terms of like my opinions and stuff and in terms of like just you know like my thoughts on certain things um and i feel like i will grow god willing as i get older and and have more nuanced and developed opinions but as you said like it's not something that we really allow people to do which means that everybody's like terrified of like writing something and it being taken out of context or it being taken literally but being dragged for it and, and often it's just like yeah like I, I feel like as you said there's real beauty in being able to look back at something and be like you know I mean I think if anything my opinions were probably more radical than they actually no I don't know I think I was just mm-hmm. very much on a hype because I just found out like oh my God, racism's systemic. So like when I was just on a hype all the time and there's nothing wrong with that, but I just look back at certain things. I'm like, eh, I feel like I've grown and I, and I have like maybe more developed opinions on certain things, a bit more nuanced on certain things, a bit more like a bit less like kind of black and white for a, for a lack of a better phrase. Um, so yeah, like I feel like, yes, yeah, so I feel like I completely agree basically. Like there needs to be space because I'm so it makes me sad when it's like people, I understand where you're coming from when you're like, I'm actually like, like, afraid almost about writing the wrong thing i'm like i actually know what it's i've been there several Mm. times it's just that obviously as i said mate as you said i I write every single day pretty much so i can't live in that space otherwise i'd be too it's just i bruv it, it just i just physically wouldn't be able to to do my job basically but i completely i hate that that's where we're at basically where we're scared to like do you know what i mean say the wrong thing write the wrong thing
1: Absolutely. Um, Yeah, guys. So I hope you were able to get a lot out of that in this mini episode. Um, And I think my biggest takeaway was, you know, what writing involves and it changes. So don't overthink it. And as you go and plan outlining your book, um, you know, have a good structure on what you want to do, but be open to feedback from your editors and your, and your agents and stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, thank you so much for listening. I hope you got a lot out of that and we shall see you next time. Bye. Bye. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot maybe your new best friend.